nobody knows what you are. I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize there is nothing bigger than myself. If you don't believe, nobody else is going to believe. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Your Boys from the Paper Trolls podcast. I'm your host, Shamaki, joined by my co-host, Mohammed. And today we don't have a guest. Today it's just us. Yeah? Mm-hmm. First one. First one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. Throwing it back to how, how it first started. You know? Yeah. Back in back in your place in Enfield. Yeah, you know? sister's place. Sister's place, yeah. And, uh, and, and here we are in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you feel like um You know it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel like we're in my sister's place for like four episodes or something. Yeah. And then we somehow managed to get a studio just straight, straight away. After that, for yeah. free. Yeah. But wasn't it like it, it we we had a little stint at UCL, no? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. We had the little stint at UCL. Now like I think I don't think it was just UCL, there's a couple of places. <laughs> no, we had the CAF as well. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, how can you forget about that? <laughs> like uh, maybe insert a picture of us in the cafe. Yeah, it was that. a really weird. Like, it's not meant to be a podcast space. It's literally yeah. like a tight little arch, little, like yeah. little room that's like maybe one and a half meters tall. That's what it was. it was in the wall. Yeah, one one and a half meter tall room, and maybe <laughs> one and a half meter wide. And yeah. that's yeah. three of us. Yeah. I don't know how we did three of us. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did four at once. Four people. Yeah, we did me, Sid. you, Sid, and Yasin. That is yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, but like, I can't lie though. It was literally I like less ones. than what this sofa is. I'm saying yeah. on right now. Literally, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like that is well, yeah. and I guess we made it work. And yeah, no, we made it work. Um, <laughs> and, and and this episode, we kind of wanted it to be a bit different. Mm. Uh, not so much book based, but so more, I guess, of our journeys and of our journey, and and more about us and uh, what this podcast is and what this podcast is about, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, a bit more of a retrospective episode. Yeah, uh, which is always good to have, and always good to kind of bring you guys closer to our journey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest with the the calf one. Um, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go back to what, like what? listening to the third episode, which we did the first one in. What book was that? It was the Murder in the Orient Express. Yeah, and um, I don't know what it was. Was that, it, was that uh, friend Justin's first uh, appearance? No, no, no. He came. Way oh, he came that, way before way UCL. After that, yeah. No, he came, that, he came in UCL. Yeah. For the that, Blood and Bone one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was that, and then Avengers came out at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we've been about the block, man. Yeah, yeah. Legit yeah. since what, 2017 it started? Yeah, end of, seven, end end of, end of 2017. Yeah, and then 2018, then we took a hiatus, of course, and then. Uh, people decided to get married a lot better. <laughs> I was the guy that ruined it. Yeah, uh, and then we had uh No, nah, I mean I think towards that point, when when did you get married again? Well, yeah. Um twenty nineteen. I remember I think we were still in the UCL, we hadn't found Huda at that point, did we? We did, we did. We did. For sure, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. We were recording before before I got married, for yeah. sure. No, we were recording before. Yeah, in Huda. Mm. Yeah, yeah I remember. but yeah, man. Um, so, like, what would you say is your favorite place to to record at? <laughs> I feel like here is easily nah, my favorite. Okay, yeah, hundred percent here. here. So I feel like guys. here, yeah. Now, nah, shout out to to Jamie and Scott, one of the nicest guys ever. Honestly, if you guys are trying to come here, mm-hmm. they're so accommodating, lovely guys. Um, What's the studio called? The podcast room. Yeah, book, book them up, book them up, man. We will definitely shout them out, put their stuff in in this one as well because it's a 
beautiful place. But I feel like this would be an obvious one, but I think weirdly enough, it would be Cafe. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, to be fair, you know what it was because you were you were working nearby. Huh? Yeah, I was working nearby, but it was the coziness of it. It felt, and it was also like around the winter. Oh no, there was a point we were doing my friend's shed. Yeah, that was one episode. Though. That was one episode. Yeah, Ma- it was, was cold it? as Malcolm hell. X or Mohammed? Malcolm X. Oh, yeah, 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 Malcolm X. That's actually one of my favorite episodes as well. Hell yeah, well, I remember my teeth were clattering. Bro. <laughs> it uh, was cold. It was it cold. Was cold day. in there. Um, and uh, now we did two in there. Did we? Yeah. What was the second one? The, the, we did also one with the Agatha Christie. The, what? Uh, it was Ma- the murder of Roger Ackroyd. Murder. Is it the Murder of Roger Ackroyd? The there was only two that we. Yeah. It was well, Murder in the Orient Express and Murder. Yeah, Ro- then it was that one. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. We did that one. Yeah, yeah. actually, I remember. I remember. Yeah. You know what's funny? You've seen the Clubhouse on Twitter. On, on, on Twitter. I'm going to call it X, but I can't, I, can't take, I can't call it X. Yeah, man. I know. I know. I haven't. Yeah. You've seen that um, Clubhouse, Bookhouse. Yeah, it's called Bookhouse club, uh, Clubhouse mm. on Twitter. Yeah. Like basically, some I think it's some of the Bam girls from Bam Chronicles. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah. I think some of them are running it. I don't I haven't actually listened to it, but yeah, they're literally reading that book like this week. Oh, is yeah, it? I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The manager of Roger Ackroyd and I commented. I was like, mm. I read this book way back, and apparently it had racism in it, but I don't, I don't remember. Did it? Yeah, <laughs> well, apparently it had racism in it, but I don't remember it being racist. But I do remember it just being a bit funny at times. But. Yeah. Yeah, man, that interesting. I, I, I completely forgot we recorded it in that shed, honestly. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. For some weird reason, I have very good memory of specific stuff that, random things. Yeah, the, the thing, the journey, I guess, on, on the way. For some reason, I don't know why, but I'll say the the calf for some reason because it was kind of like wintry, um, and it was just it just felt like a cozy. And and to be fair, it's a beautiful calf. That one, I think they changed the name before. It used to be called Java U, yeah, in Paddington, but now it's called. Medbury, it's something like that. Um, and like the downstairs thing is like, is it still the same? Yeah, man. It's been nice. there recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they changed the back thing that we used to record a podcast and they've changed that into like a stockroom or something. Is, I feel like that was what it was intended for. Because remember when we were recording, they even had the, there's like three of those little yeah. rooms and then one of them always had like little boxes. Well, it had stuff. stuff inside, yeah. But the other one had like desk and chairs and that's what, that's what gave it a bit of character. Yeah, for but sure. Obviously, um, what would you say were some of the the challenging things for you when you was what running mean? the podcast? Um, like I, I keep giving you commendations for this because I'm like, like right now I would not be able to run it. I'm mm. just too busy with the stuff yeah. in my life. Um, and back then, definitely, like because we were doing it regularly as well. Like every single week, we were doing a book. Yeah, and we weren't really focusing on guests that much. Really. Yeah. Like making sure everyone had the book. Yeah, <laughs> the same That's book. Good. Yeah, the same book. Yeah, so, man, a couple of times they didn't they didn't read the same book as well. Um, as as well as said in the chat, uh, make sure everyone read the book. Uh, there, was, uh, there was a couple of binge sessions like an hour before. A couple of people didn't finish didn't reading finish, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, even me, I think I've read every single book from back to front mm. that we ever uh, read on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but there were days where I was oh, I was. So you didn't audible any of them. Um, for the most part, I would say this season's been the most I've audibled books. Yeah. Back in the day, I was reading most. Of reading, them. yeah. And I, I, I had a collection on our and I had audible. Paper. To be fair, yeah. I, I had a lot of audible books back then as well. So mm. it wasn't like audible something new, but yeah, I think I, I had more time to read, and I was actually enjoying reading more. Yeah, and I still do. I feel like this year I've actually read more books than I have 
since COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like I've, I've probably read like ten books this year. Yeah, that's all right, fam. Um, including the ones we recorded for, but yeah, yeah I've I, like I've been reading a lot more. Um, so I've been enjoying my reading actually. Um, yeah. So I can. I was actually gonna do a series where I start doing like my favorite books of the year. Um, so far. But yeah, I think the main challenges was just like pushing everyone to be on the same page all the time. Yeah. And I feel like that was a struggle because it, it didn't feel like everyone was on the same page. Everyone, no, everyone no. was trying to be on the same page. Yeah. And I don't blame everyone. But that, it isn't something people naturally inclined towards mm. reading. Every, no, no, <laughs> reading course. every week is tough. Yeah, I can't yeah. lie. So I'm glad that we're not really forcing that route now mm. as much. Although it's still like a big part of our podcast, I would yeah. say. But that was definitely the biggest challenge. We even had to change it from weekly to two weeks. Yeah. Because of... Uh, yeah, and that's when we, like... Like, we changed from weekly to two every two weeks, and then you struggle to be more consistent. Yeah, that's what I felt like after it changed like that. That's when I think... We fell off. We, we fell off a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when we gave ourselves that leniency to have that space, it was kind of like... It's easier to, to back away from it. You know? It's a habit, that's what it is. It's a habit, yeah. But that weekly thing is like episode you'd record it on the Monday. Oh. Then we already know recording editing. We're recording editing. Uploading it, yeah. marketing. Yeah. That was tough. Whilst then you're already starting, starting on to the, the next, next book. You know? <laughs> and then and then it would be like, Okay, cool, that one's done. And it wasn't like there was no breather, I guess, in between to even think about oh, something else and we did that for for a while like for like six months almost you know yeah because professional podcasts they have one person doing each of those things yeah or more than one person yeah professionally getting yeah. paid for that stuff so like the penguin one that i, that I listened to as well they changed the, the person that's doing it the host so another host will interview the thing and then i think they they do it every like three weeks so like one person will do it and then is not- it a set of hosts or is it different people every single episode no no it's a set of like the same hosts yeah, yeah, i yeah. think there's three of them um, and then they'll interview different authors every time. Uh, mm. And obviously it gives them time to, you know, mm. have the, the space to, you know. Read a bit. and Read yeah. a bit and then kind of thing. But obviously at the time we also felt like we needed a little break, uh, like two weeks. And then obviously after that it was, um, yeah, and then we kind of just. Trailed off. Trailed off, yeah. But I feel like, yeah, COVID as well definitely had a big impact. Yeah. Like, we weren't out, obviously, we weren't out. And, out and I don't think we used Zoom and stuff. Yeah. Zoom Even though, funnily enough, was. remember, we managed to get microphones each. Yeah. So I Trust to you to, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was in a good time, man. Out, yeah. I was in a good time. <laughs> I sent out Generous, microphones, that. yeah. You said, microphone for you, microphone for you. You said, look out for the delivery man tomorrow. Yeah, huh? yeah exactly. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, I think we still didn't utilize online platforms as much as, funnily enough, we do now. So, uh, like, it's all like a learning experience to get us to where we are yeah. today. Even now, um, my friend, he watched a film called Wonder. Uh, uh, Ray from the Blueprint podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, Ray. Yeah, he, yeah. he he read the film. He read he, he watched the film Wonder. Yeah. Based on the book we covered, remember? Oh, the kid yeah, yeah, had the kid. Yeah, facial yeah, yeah, disfigurement, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I replied. And I was like, yeah, there was a book that it was based on. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and he was like, it'll link me the podcast episode for that yeah. book. And then I went and listened back to it before I, I yeah. linked it to him. I was like, let me just call you control real yeah, quick. Yeah, check it out. And I was like, God damn, I was unsufferable there. Like, uh-huh. I, I didn't, I, I was not happy with the way I came across. Oh, at all. really? Yeah. How, how comes? I feel like 
there was periods where we didn't balance out our level of humor yeah. with how we should be sit like our level of seriousness uh, in okay. terms of yeah, presenting yeah, the book yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, although I feel like that, that that was like the kind of energy we were going for anyway because mm. I feel like at that point we were marketing more towards people our age and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. we were a bit younger so like yeah there was like a lot of giddy laughing a lot of interrupting yeah, yeah, yeah. more from my part I would say as well yeah. um, so I, I, I'm definitely trying to balance that a bit more now oh damn yeah that's actually yeah. great I still linked it to him yeah I still linked it to him and I, I think we still made very good points like yeah. when we were reviewing the book and stuff like that and summarizing it but yeah, I was like, oh god, I couldn't listen to this. Yeah, nah, that's actually yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't, if I was listening to a podcast now, yeah. and that was the guy that was host. <laughs> I don't think I'll be sticking around episode for episode. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know what? That's actually really interesting. That that that's a great. That's why I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you a question. Yeah. How do you feel like you changed as like as a person and as a host since you started and now? Uh, but yeah, finish your point <laughs> no no but that because because what i was saying was because yeah. like i don't know if i've looked back and and been like i i, I didn't like that in, in a way because uh, i think with me it was just kind of like i guess hearing my voice back just kind of just you know um you know what what Wait, was it uh, do you still find that jarring or sometimes did you find that jarring like like um sometimes i'm like listening to myself and backwards so like i know i'm going to be listening to this afterwards and i'm going to be like ah oh, i could have said that point better mm. could have said this better i could have done this better um and like i'll know what was in my head and what i was trying to say and then i'm hoping i say it like that then i'm like ah oh, they even come across like that and then i'll be like ah oh. mm. so now it's like i feel like i knew i feel like at the time of recording like back in the day, I feel like you definitely weren't as confident in yourself. Yeah, no, like, for sure, for sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear, yeah. day and light, yeah, yeah, day and yeah. night. <laughs> day and yeah, night. No, it was, it was like it was just essentially of trying to how I got my point across, and now what. I've well, I've kind of realized is how I sort of my approach to I guess podcasting now mm-hmm. is like a bit slow in the sense of. I think more mm-hmm. than I did before. Before I was just kind of like, okay, let me just kind of, I've just started speaking now, so I have to now finish off this mm-hmm. point that I'm making. Otherwise, if I look back at it and editing it and I'm like, um, and then there's that big pause, and I'm like, ah, oh, yikes, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be sounding like that. You want to come across yeah. like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And and weirdly enough, I had this like kind of, I don't know where it came from, this pressure of, oh, you're doing a podcast about books. Therefore, you have to come across as someone that actually is like a proper reader, someone that mm-hmm. speaks well, someone that, you know, otherwise people aren't just going to take it seriously. You feel like you don't feel like that now? Um, I feel like it's a bit different now because of how we've kind of switched it up um, and how we kind of switched up through the, the podcast. Because I remember, funny enough, um, shout out to Ramsey, one guy I used to work with, in Christmas, oh, yeah, Aaron Ramsey for a second. Nah, 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 nah him as well. <laughs> yeah, back in, back in the day, and um, like he was one of the first person, like people that I would send it off to, and he basically said that, um, I guess the charm of it is the fact that it is about books, but it's relatable and it's a bit upbeat rather mm-hmm. than all this like deadpan kind yeah, of like because yeah, yeah. the Penguin podcast that I do read isn't really that it's quite clinical in how they dissect the book, you know? Yeah. 
um and he was like you guys aren't like that and i was like okay cool and that kind of gave me that mm-hmm. i guess thing of like not putting as much pressure on myself to sound as formative or as mm-hmm. clinical with analysis and and just being more myself i guess mm-hmm. it's yeah. funny because uh, like like we have kamal one of our uh, one of our hosts yeah like his style like you know, from day one, he was very good. I have to respect it. Sensational. Sensational. Yeah. Off the bat. <laughs> like, he, he was a quality, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he picked out great books, too. Yeah. He should be back on soon, but... Um, yeah, 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 But, like, his style, like, let's we'll break down the pros, we'll break yeah. down the right style, we'll break down the pacing. Yeah. I'm like, damn, brother. Yeah, no. We've done three seasons of this. That, yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, of course. But, it's like he's built for this. Yeah, but you can see, like, he's got a real passion yeah. for the art of writing. He mm. even... He, he, so he used to send us his writing yeah, every now yeah. and then. But um, going back to that point, in terms of, like, like now that I'm thinking about it, you, you had your episode, who was it with recently? I forgot. You had an episode by yourself and someone else. Last week's one. Who was it with? The, the Canadian guy. Oh, Nick. Nick, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you talked about, like, the cons- like how you've grown up and how that's kind of led to where you are today and like the way you think, the way you move. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it a bit. I was like, like I, I, I did say I, I was quite giddy and I was a bit like maybe in, like interrupting quite a bit. Yeah. But I also felt like that was as a result of like one of the difficulties I faced. I felt like some of the coolest, maybe you yourself, because you were quite reserved and held back. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I had to overcompensate oh, as a result yeah, yeah, to carry, yeah, yeah. to carry like the silent moments. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So I felt like that kind of led me to have like bad habits where like maybe mm. when you were making a real point and I was like, I, was, I just had the habit of interrupting or something. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because I don't come across as a guy, I don't think like normally, yeah. especially at that point, that was like confident in myself or yeah. like overly extroverted. But oh, I feel yeah, like that's what I was going to ask. Was it like a, a conscious decision of, because um, obviously to be fair, it, me and Yasin were quite reserved. Uh, especially Yasin. Yasin was very reserved. Yeah, we had to really push him. Like, yeah, yeah, what do you mean yeah. by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To come out. And yeah. um, uh, so we, did you feel like, okay, cool. I'm going to have to kind of now push myself to... Yeah, to 100%. That's how I felt. Yeah. And um, that, that was one of the difficulties I faced. But I didn't really mind it. Yeah. But it was just like in the moment, all right, we've got to make the show yeah. interesting. And like silent moments is not going to help. It? So yeah. I felt like that kind of led me to have that, that habit of... Of over speaking sometimes mm-hmm. I would say, and I guess it, it helped us out at times, but yeah. at times I didn't. I didn't feel like I came across well. Okay, and, and, obviously and even Kamal when he joined, yeah, he was like, "I don't hear this." Huh? <laughs> you inter- like he, he, there was a point where he like commented on me interrupting, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the WhatsApp group chat, but I was like, you know, what? he's he's spitting, he's spitting here. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I got yeah. I got respect that. Innit? So I tried to stop that as much these days. Mm. Nah, funny enough, I don't know. For me, I didn't really notice it as as much before, maybe because you felt like really maybe you felt like a sense of relief that i was i was talking I'm saying, yeah like, yeah, yeah. You know, I I had different mindset to, to to that yeah um but then obviously you subsequently went on the blueprint and you had uh the podcast with uh, yeah. your cousin so, a bit of so how do you feel like you've developed since then, then? Yeah, so i've been i've been i've been podcasting around, <laughs> <laughs> on the road with my mic but um <laughs> Yeah, so I started the YouTube channel called The Blueprint, which is a graphic design and filmmaking channel where we were just trying to help people, um, like, 
I think like this is a podcast right now with Paper Trails, which is about creatives and mm. um, productivity and stuff. But like that one was really about like visual creatives, yeah. uh, photographers, videographers, graphic designers, um, where we, yeah, we had podcasts where we were interviewing like really high quality guests that, yeah. from the creative space, which is very difficult. I feel like with books, authors are more reachable because they're selling something yeah. and they want to be uh, their, their product to be sold. So yeah. like, let's say, Five of our listeners buy uh, authors' books. Yeah. Like, uh, like if the book is twenty pounds or whatever, I don't know what the percentage they take, but still, yeah. decent for, for one hour's work is a decent mm. percentage. Yeah, of course. And that's if that's five people. Maybe more people buy. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But with the creatives, a lot of them are like secretive. They don't want to share. Mm. They don't want really to help other people grow. Honestly, I've seen it. Being someone who's been trying to push design like uh, as a career for so long where yeah. i've given up in, in terms i've started again in terms right now mm. i'm like in a point where i really want to push it like i feel like i've got a lot of clarity around that yeah. um i felt like we got some really good guests on where they were really sharing their mm. their, their come up and their stories and yeah. their secrets and advice and like i felt like that we, we kind of locked out a bit yeah but we also did it well. Um, did you say locked out? Locked out, locked out. Oh, locked we, out. We, we what do you mean luck. by that? We had a bit of luck. Like, I feel like yeah, and the, guests the people we approached just happened to be people that were that that were like very friendly and approachable. Okay, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Like, they were following me back. I, I was like, bro, I got like 400 follow- followers or something. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. person's got 30K followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like this person's got 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. And they're following me back. Like, so like, I can see like they had a lot of humility. And, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I feel like we just picked the right guest at the time yeah um which was lucky i think um and then yeah i think we had a good little relationship as well so i think like we, had, we had a good back yeah. and forth so i think he was both of us were, were pretty confident speakers i would say and knew how to take over the conversation when we needed to yeah. whereas i felt like when i started with inspire like we were all beginners and we were all yeah. like just figuring it out along the way, you know. And yeah, there's definitely had a skill. One yeti between us, and that was it. Yeah, there's definitely a big skill in in hosting and and yeah. and being on podcast by ourselves, even. Mm. Um, so yeah, the blueprint, yeah, the creative channel. Funnily enough, I've rebranded that into the blueprint agency now, so I'm um, pursuing graphic design full time as well yeah. um, as my agency, the blueprint agency. So I might actually revisit that at some point. I was hoping potentially reopen that channel and pick up that podcast again mm. but yeah and then i started the podcast with my cousin and that was just a bit more practice i guess and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a lot more for fun like literally we were like we're only going to release podcast episodes just for fun because we always have a lot of long discussions so yeah, yeah. it was just like general like general and uh what you call it excuse me but it was just uh like we always have a lot of these like really in-depth discussions uh, discussions and we always like oh, we should make this into a podcast and this is before we started inspire funnily enough okay, like wow. we were talking about starting a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. um but we never did but then one day i was like all right we keep saying it why don't we just do it and we just do it for fun strictly yeah. and then we'll only we won't even market it we'll, we'll literally just put it out there and whoever wants to listen will listen yeah. and it's funnily enough it's funny enough uh like our cousins will be the ones listening because like a lot of them are abroad, so yeah. then they'll, they'll, they'll be like their time to network with us, like, okay, and then they'll feed back into our group yeah, chat, yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is what they heard and stuff. So yeah. it was it was interesting, but yeah, and then yeah, now I'm uh, I'll say hundred percent in on paper trails, yeah, and um, I'm enjoying the new dynamic I'll say quite a bit. Yeah, no, of course, and always it's good to see you back on here. Sure. You know uh, the, our pictures up on the wall yeah, now in the studio. Pictures on the wall now, you know, yeah, with the likes of Jack Wilshire, yeah, Paul Merson, Hudson. Roy Hodgson, serious names. Yeah, so yeah, man. 
Yeah, I think, um, especially for me, I think I always felt like Inspire was uh, something that had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Till today. Like, it, I, I mean, obviously that, that, that feeling hasn't ever died, really. It was just kind of like, when, when would be the right time to do it? When would be, you know, and obviously COVID hit. Then after that, it was kind of like, okay. Then there was this like sort of weird feeling that I had for a while, which was kind of like, um, because to be fair, we were low-key doing quite well with yeah. the, with the yeah, podcast. Um, and I was we're getting like, like 1K listeners a week. A week, yeah. And I was like, okay, but restarting that. Like, we, didn't, we didn't have any followers starting. Yeah. Like none of us had social media following. None of us had like uh, any kind of branding or networks. Yeah. And now like, yeah, we're, we're a lot more like connected, I would say, with people, but yeah. probably not <laughs> probably not as much as we were before, funnily uh, enough. As, yeah, I, and I was just saying like, uh, like restarting that, it felt a bit like, um, it was like, uh, how how long would it be to kind of, I guess get back to that sort of level mm-hmm. and then um on top of that I was kind of do would I have the time to put in to try and get back to that sort of level yeah and then all of that kind of stuff and obviously we did some podcast episodes that we haven't released um yeah we've done like five we've done five yeah that was just that was just in the hard drive um and then afterwards it was just kind of like you know what if that feeling of inspire and being like that would just feel, it would just be forever. You know, that feeling of, oh, when's inspire going to come back? Mm-hmm. How long are we going to do it for? Um, yeah, and I, I was like, lie. I was resigned for it to just die off. Yeah, no, like, but that's what I was going to say was, because I was actually speaking to, you know, I mean, I mentioned the guy that's sitting in the room. Yeah. Uh, but I was speaking to him. One of the old timers. Uh, funny enough, and I was like, um, before I was even getting midge on and i was gonna get another gown which i'm hoping to get on which both have books um i was finding out how to like because because one of he asked me oh let me send it to you to you and i was like oh sam where you would you send it to uh, an author or a yeah, book? yeah no it was a book yeah from the author and okay. i was like oh i'd like to like read your book to review on the podcast oh, okay and he was like yeah sure uh how should i send it to you and then um I was like, oh, snap. I felt a bit weird giving the address. Then afterwards, I I gave the address, but I felt a bit like I can't do that with everyone, you know? Um, And then I was like this, okay, so how would be a good way of kind of doing it? So I was like, okay, P.O. Box. So Mm -hmm. put that, so me making P.O. Box, put that on pause. So now I remember I was walking with you guys and then afterwards I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I made the P.O. Box and and this and that. And I remember finding off a a comment that you said, it was just kind of like P.O. Box for Aspire. I was yeah. like, this yeah for Inspire. He's just like, what? Like Inspire is, you know, done. And yeah. I was like, it's done. <laughs> I think that's what that also like lit the flame because I was kind of like, okay, cool. I mean, if it has got to this point here, then it's, it might be on its dying embers. But this thing here is so good. Like uh, the vision for it, like I know it's going to get to like crazy places. And then I was like, okay, cool. You know what it is? You just got to. The, the whole, you know, paralysis and analysis kind of thing, you know, I was like, it is what it is. Um, but even if we get like two listens a week, it, it, I just have to keep on doing it until, um, until it's like tangible again. Because for a long time, it was just, our page was just like, you know, picking up dust. There was nothing on the page. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost our SoundCloud, so then there was no, like, nothing on there. But then it was on Anchor, and then it was just, like, this weird thing. Yeah. Um, 
so it was pretty much thing and then that's why i also like the first like guests as well that i had on um i really i, I like i really appreciated them because it was kind of like nothing was shown yet mm-hmm. um and kashif kashif yeah kashif um kai and and sarah jafari as well who mm-hmm. i didn't know i knew the other two but with with her i didn't really know and there was like no nothing of what inspire is there is there were no videos that yeah. we had there was just a youtube kind of thing and i was like okay cool but it was just i guess off of my word that she was like down to do it and then kashif was down to help out as long along with kai and then i was like you know what if people can see something like videos or whatever have you then it will work and then i was like you know what what we need is we don't need to just do it audio we need like videos now like we need to actually step this this thing up because i mm-hmm. felt like if there was no video mm-hmm. then it just would have been i don't know it wouldn't have been as impactful i guess mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then now it's like we were two months in and that that same feeling like i don't know that same feeling of why i started it is still going on like that that fight it hasn't felt like it feels like when we first started it but maybe that's again because we're doing it once a week and if i did do it twice a week then maybe that would you know, start that two whole weeks. Yeah. Uh, thing again, you know? But definitely, definitely agree. Do you still, obviously, where we started the podcast, mm. you keep, you keep mentioning it and get, like, if there, there's episodes where I'm not in it, I don't yeah. know, I'm listening. <laughs> and this guy's like, I started writing and then sent it to my friend. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> he, just, he just destroyed it. Absolutely. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was doing was, <laughs> we even had this, what well, I was doing was putting in notes on the side saying, fix the grammar here, fix the grammar here. He's annotated. <laughs> yeah, but like overall, I, I think I, here now I'm, defend, I'm here to defend myself today. I, overall, I always liked the concepts. I always thought it was interesting. Yeah. Like, like uh, and the names always just, like, the names suited the places that you're creating, the walls that you're building, but it would yeah. just killed me because I was like, <laughs> I was this guy coming up with these names. <laughs> Like yeah. like, uh, like some Assassin's Creed kind of yeah. like old I school Italian really names. Coming up with names. Had yeah, yeah. Like he really was like you really were into your writing. Like I remember you had that writing book as well. Like mm. the, something to help you with how to become a writer or something. I forgot oh, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a red cover or something. But yeah. yeah, there was that. And then yeah, like me, I still do want to write like a, a book one day. But I don't know if it will have to like necessarily be a book. Like it could be. Like, I feel like I could write a good show. Like I'm always analyzing. People always recommending shows to me. And I'm always analyzing them, and I think a lot of like the majority of shows are just really poorly written. Yeah. Um. Like I feel like some relationships are really forced, and a lot of like a lot of shows. I feel like a lot of the, there's a lot of plot holes in a lot of shows. So I feel like I could. I feel like I could and I should write a show to to back up what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, because because like I can't be like disrespecting shows and then. Mm. Like it's like when like guys are just sitting around saying, "What's this dead footballer doing?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all these professional footballers, the armchair, actual, analyst, armchair yeah. analysts, yeah, armchair analysts. Like all these professional footballers are serious, yeah. serious talents that nah, that will absolutely destroy you on the yeah, normal yeah, yeah. They'll cook everyone. And it's funny because like now, now, now and then I see 
like little clips these days, especially like last summer, I saw like Victor Osman Napoli yeah. like in a few videos in Nigeria. He was just cooking oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, it's, it's different levels. Yeah, too. absolutely different levels. And yeah. even Harry Maguire, I saw him in like one training video. I always take yeah. of him myself. But another footballer where he just looks like a like a he looks like a slab. Like he looks like a, a like a ton of bricks in it. Yeah, yeah. Like he just doesn't look like he can move like when he's around other players. But then I saw him in a training video yeah. and he's moving so agile and so so. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I'm like. Yeah, with the shows, I can't be like criticizing them all the time, yeah. and not really backing myself. So I, I think I have the the talent, and and I think I could put together a good show. Mm. So I would like to do a show one day, but I would also maybe start like to start that as a book to yeah. give me like a real solid place to start with. Mm. But I just feel like nowadays um, with my career, I'm working nine to five in IT job. Yeah, I've been since. Ever since we ever started the first podcast. Uh, yeah. No, but the, my follow-up question, my question I was going to ask to that mm-hmm. would be, would you be able to continue writing? What That's the, the toughest part. Like and This is what I was going to say now. So, like, my career now, I've been working in IT for the last almost eight years, actually. Mm. Next month will be eight years. Crazy enough. I'm only 28. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, I was, I've been doing a lot of thinking for the last... Cause this is the first year I've lost a job. Mm. Like I was, I was laid off. Yeah. So like I had a lot of time to think. Two months out, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like I just had a lot of time to think about what I really want to do with my intentions. Um, and yeah, like it's funny because like one of the books we're reading, uh, I, I'm expecting a guest to come on. It's called Four Thousand Weeks, mm. and it just really talks about intentionality. We also read Simon Sinek's Start with Why, another book yeah. that's always like uh, talking about your intention as well and then now i'm reading a book called outlive for the episode for this sunday yeah. um and that's about your health and like like all these books are just coming at a time where i'm just like uh, bro, I, need, I really yeah, need to start prioritizing yeah, yeah, yeah. so i've come to the mindset where i just want to like focus on what i really want to do which is design um i want to like go full-time as a designer yeah and then once i get to that place i want to start thinking about the other like dreams that I have to, to yeah. work on. I feel like doing things in blocks is the best way to, to, to move forward mm. rather than trying to do multiple things at once yeah. because that's where like you don't master anything and that's where I've been for, I feel like the last eight years. Yeah. Just coasting an IT role where I've, uh, I've I think I think doing, uh, obviously yeah. one of your favourite books is uh, still, still, still Like, like an Artist. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he had he had the point which was a bit contrary to that which was um having different things so then once you you're kind of getting not tired of one thing but mm-hmm. then you can hop onto something else and then continuously refresh your that's the thing though with, with like something like design for example such a broad field i don't have to specifically stay in one field of design yeah. i also don't have to stay with one particular style of design like yeah. i can make art pieces that are all different styles yeah so i feel like he was referring more to that than the idea of just having hobbies okay. like different hobbies so in terms of within like those your... hobbies like let's say football for example yeah. you, you, you could um like the best footballers are the ones that can play anywhere really yeah like they're, they're just so technically sound yeah. that they can just play anywhere and, and that's probably because like a lot of them played in different positions as they grew up yeah um even basketball a lot of like um foreign basketballers start mm. playing football like yeah. playing football before they became professional basketballers and that, that's because like their footwork like just like really helped them get yeah, to a level yeah, yeah. in basketball where like their height is like boosted them to another level. Yeah. So I feel like uh, that's another book that I read, Unfair Advantage, that, that, that I can refer to as well, where it's oh. like all these different skills I've picked up over the years um, and all these different networks and things I've built, like these are all unfair advantages for me to yeah. to use in my arsenal to get to where I want to get to. Mm. 
but I also need to focus because without focus, like yeah, you, it's you, about the, you the get to where you want. Yeah, but all I was gonna say is in terms of the executing mm-hmm. of it is like, for example, let's say this show you're on, all right? Um, to kind of break it down, when would you say you'd like it done by? After you do your designing stuff, or in want, between? All so of that? my idea is, I want to become full time as a designer yeah like completely be able to replace my current salary yeah so i don't have to worry about money okay and, and, then, start do, doing it. and then i can think about okay here's another thing i want to do yeah. right now i can't say i'm going to do my day job don't have to become a designer do a podcast yeah, yeah. and, and, and that thing yeah yeah so yeah, like, yeah. it's just unrealistic i don't have the time for that like mm. no one has that time and if you yeah. try and fit that in it's very unlikely that you'll do any of those well yeah of course so i just feel like yeah i want to do like blocks of five years mm. where i feel like like if you can do some, one thing for five years most likely you'll master yeah, yeah, yeah. and and most likely you probably get, get to a position where you're professional at it mm. so i just want to be able to say that i've done that and, and and be able to do that so for me like i don't uh, i have got like a i don't have a timeline for where i want to like yeah. get to but like if i can go full-time as a designer and then i'll then i'll think about another hobby that i want to go full-time like like make an income or just at least try it out f- yeah. like fully and like like fully dive into it and invest fully into it with my mind and my yeah. and my money so yeah i feel like that's where we kind of differ a bit because i feel like for me to put one thing for five years mm-hmm. feels like such a, a long time like in my head i'm kind of like oh, I, wish I should be doing something else as well with it like something else, like i don't know it's the, the idea of just like you said, putting it in blocks. I don't know. Like for me, I, I just can't do it. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be five years. Yeah, Maybe no, three I mean, years. that's what I'm saying. Maybe one year. Yeah. But like me, it has to be your time. like right now, we're both, funnily enough, we're like in like hugely different states of our careers. Mm. But like I've been working since I was 19, basically full time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's actually scary to think about. Yeah. But I feel like I've accomplished nothing really yeah. in terms of what I want to do. Yeah. yeah so like let's say i had spent that time just focusing on what i had wanted to do yeah i'll probably be doing that full time yeah 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 and it is, it is what it is it's the reality of my situation mm. I'm, I'm working towards changing that and bettering it yeah. and I, I feel like if i had continued to try and do multiple things at the same time I'll, maybe i'll be even f- further back in my career than where i am now true, true, so yeah. I, I, it's all about perspective like you said mm. my, our perspectives can differ but I think you have to master things. I don't think, I think you can master something and be good at something else at the same yeah. time, but you shouldn't have too many things going yeah, on. Yeah. Like for me right now, I see three projects at most, mm. like even on a weekly basis. I, I got my day job. I got one other project I want to do and then one other project I want to do and nothing else. Otherwise, most likely I'm going to burn out burn and out, I'm yeah, not yeah, going to do anything well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, I think it's good to have multiple things going, but really limited even during my it work like there's like within project management we have like a, something called the kanban board mm. where it's like a have you used trello before i think so i think i've sh- introduced you to tre- i think mm. i've shown you trello before but, but it's basically like buckets of uh, of li- uh, like to-do lists mm. but it's like there's one that's called the backlog like that's the first that's where all the tasks start yeah. and then there's um second uh bucket where that backlog moves into the second bucket yeah, 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 which will yeah, be yeah. like maybe an analysis or yeah. um being reviewed so you can move it into the actual working pile and then there's the working pile and then there's there is blocked pile in case that like you've done as much as you can but there's something that's blocking the progress of the task mm. and then there's a the completed pile 
And um, in each of those, like the best practice is to limit every single thing, apart from the backlog where you, you should have a list of all the things yeah, you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But in all the other buckets, apart from the completed one, obviously because it's completed, you should only have a maximum of five things. Five, okay, yeah. Like in general. Uh, and it's just time management. That's all it is at mm. the end of the day. Like we want to, to accomplish a lot of things in our lives, but we're all here for a finite amount of time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like, we're not going to be here for infinity. So mm. like do like one of the other points that I read recently, I forgot what book it was. I think it was 4,000 hours. He said that he, um, there was one interview with Warren Buffett mm. where he, who was asked like, well, how did he achieve all these things in his life and how, what advice he would give? He, he said something like list the 25 things you want to do in your life before you die. Mm. Like not bucket list, like, but things that you want to accomplish. Yeah. And then remove the the last 20. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. just focus on that that first like, otherwise like most likely you're not going to accomplish it yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I think like really focusing uh, is the most important f- way to, to progress I would say mm-hmm. and that's why like uh, I've been enjoying this a bit more because like right now we're not funnily enough I feel like you've done all the work in terms of the guests mm. I think maybe one or two have, have helped along um, but you've done all that work in terms of marketing, you've done most of that. Mm. But, like, I used to do that, like, non-stop. Like, I used to do some crazy marketing where I'll literally DM everyone I know yeah, one yeah. by one. And that will take, like, two hours of my day. At least yeah. after I finish the day job. And, like, I don't feel like that was sustainable at all. Yeah, That's probably yeah, yeah. why I kind of burnt out and, like, just lost the motivation to do that. Mm. So I feel like you've definitely done a good job starting up again. That's to give me the, the fire to kind of continue yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, even now, like, one episode that I recorded with the Unfair Advantage episode... Uh, I said I'll edit that, which is gonna, probably going to be the first edit I've done in mm. God knows how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. I think the, the, like, for example, like we were saying, DMing everyone, um, that, like, I, like, I made very I was like, conscious decisions. DMing all these people to tell them to retweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was working. No, no, of we're course. Getting... That's what was needed. Yeah. But I made, uh, like, conscious decisions not to, um, I guess, like, for example, I would, <laughs> like, to put it like a CPU term, Anytime I felt like, okay, that's a bit too much, I was kind of calm it down what because do I was I was trying things out that I could sustainably keep going mm-hmm. every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd be like, okay, doing this, okay, it's too much. So now let me bring it back. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to essentially keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I would say, but then like sometimes I would say I could do a lot more definitely on like the marketing aspect of it. Um, but... I would feel like if I did, then it would also hinder the editing. Then it would also hinder the other stuff. And then it would just be a knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. And then it would just start getting a bit more mm-hmm. uh, uh, tougher. But that's, that's what I like about the organic style that you've been doing lately. Like things like just that clip from the Somebody's Sideways episode. Yeah. Like th- that's done very well, the Rufaro episode. Yeah. Like that's just organic building. Yeah. And like you haven't marketed. And like funnily enough, there's like one of the, big clothing brands that I, 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 I wouldn't say I admire like all their designs, but the, mm. the owner, the Cortez brand, like the way he markets is just very organic. Yeah. He said, he's always said like, he's never paid for any marketing yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, for other people. Like he's always done his own marketing. He's always done everything organically and people that he's worked with has always been like an organic reach. Yeah. And, and it shows that like when people do that, it tends to work out in the long run, even mm. though it doesn't feel like, some big, it doesn't feel like a big bang it straight away. Feel, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm, I, I really respect that you've been doing that, and I've been, yeah, I appreciate I've been impressed. I feel like the the people that do then find us are people that actually want to be there. Mm. You know what I mean? And then uh, 
kind of like building that tribe thing, you know, mm-hmm. that that Nick was talking about. Um, yeah. And 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 I think that's what it is because technically, if you had only let's say a hundred people that genuinely cared about what you're doing, mm-hmm. better than having like a thousand people that are just like just there, you know. And um, I think that's what it is. I think a lot of it is just trying to establish the the vision of the the podcast because the podcast and and like is our main thing because we're not creating content anywhere else for Inspire. Um, but initially, Inspire was meant to be like a conglomerative of, I've, I know I've butchered that word, I'm going to be <laughs> l- listening back to like, what the hell, but you know, you know what I mean? It's sort of like different things of like videos, writing, yeah. blogs, all of that kind of stuff, um, which we haven't got to, but the podcast has been running that, but it's also um, trying to find the ultimate vision through the podcast, which sounds very abstract right now but it's kind of like um because with inspire as a whole like i said the vision is to become like proper big Mm. um sort of something similar to like a24 that i was telling you about which is like that sort of they're more of a production house but like they're like this sort of like a cult production group that people just love their stuff um, they made the Adam Sandler movie. They made like Euphoria. They made all these like different other kind of, and people know what if that is their production just because of the lighting and things like that, and how they do it, and how they're the only production house that people want to buy the merch from. No one wants to buy it from like Warner Brothers or anything like that. Um, and the way that they kind of do it is like, like everyone kind of knows what this is about, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, I think with Inspire is kind of like I always say a book podcast, but technically we're not really a book podcast. You know, it's 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 a creative podcast of many different aspects. And I think the trouble that I'm having now is, I guess, distinguishing like Inspire from the podcast. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like it's just an umbrella. Inspire is the umbrella, and this is just one string of it. Um, But obviously that comes with creating other contents in, in in different other forms of course mm-hmm. and uh so, so do you see do you see us or yourself creating content for inspire in other capacities yeah no 100 like percent. like videos uh like documentaries um like i want the brand to have that that sort of name that's like okay if they see like it was either produced by or inspire had a part to play in this thing then it's like okay, this must be like a good thing, or this must be interesting to to see. Um, that so so slowly making uh, videos um, in that aspect to try and I guess uh, create and cultivate that atmosphere of like okay, these guys do more than 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 podcasts, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is that yeah, that's What's the thing. timeline for that then. Hmm? What's the timeline for that? The timeline is is um after a certain growing, after a certain growth, I think. We're still, like I said, two months in. Uh, funny enough, I was speaking to a lady called Cassandra, um, who also does like podcasts stuff like that, and she was like, You'd have to at least be in this thing for like six to eight months to, to grow something, you yeah. know? And so it'd be definitely after that, then um 
starting to make like actual videos for yeah 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 for for thing okay. and um like for example even the podcast like kind of like sometimes i put the radio in and um i wanted to like kind of be a bit symbolic to what the pot to the podcast so essentially uh in the future inshallah of course um that when we are dropping a podcast episode or whatnot mm-hmm. um we'd nec- all we would have to kind of do is just put up the emoji of that radio yeah and then people know okay cool these guys are they've got a podcast coming they've got this coming in and kind of like yeah moving yeah. It on like that yeah essentially yeah makes sense. like i said i think this is uh this has got a lot of potential and uh I feel like otherwise, if I felt like it didn't, then I don't think I would have. I think it would have just fizzled away into mm. obscurity, you know. Okay, so going back to the um, the last topic, so I I said that I want to write all about you, all about yourself. That's like one of the reasons why we started podcasting. Yeah, what about you. You know what? I think initially I wanted to to write, um, but. I know that that's going to be, for me, at this moment in time, just probably something a bit unrealistic. Um, but I think my sort of thoughts and visions kind of molded with Inspire um, in terms of, like, becoming, like, weirdly enough, like, and then obviously I started, like, Sharks Polaroid, mm-hmm. which is, like, I had, like, the whole YouTube thing, etc., all this kind of stuff. Um and the idea of like me being a creative, you being creative, Yasin being one, Mass being one, you know, Kamal being one, and then us coming together to do Inspire. It's kind of, I feel like now more morphed into thing. I've like, so essentially to answer that question, the reason why I did get into Inspire is kind of no longer there as much. Um, it's kind of just gone into this in a way. Um, because I feel like when the time does come that i would want to write and put something out mm-hmm. then hopefully it would go in hand in hand with inspire being at a place that we can promote our book on you mm-hmm. know and it will do bits for us uh yeah so i think now it's, it's changed in terms of like the writing um like i wouldn't even say i wouldn't say i don't have the passion for it it's just it's not as strong as before. Like before I could just bang out words on words and get immersed into it. And, but now it's just kind of like, um, what is your desire to, to write a book or you just don't have that desire anymore is what you're saying? Uh, I mean, it, I, at the moment I don't, but I know in the future I would like to eventually write a book. Cause it's always been in the, in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, but like yeah at the moment it's like it's not even something that i've thinking about just right now is like how far can we take essentially inspired fair enough fair enough <laughs> That's what it's it is, funny because yeah. like in the last episode um that i recorded with the unfair advantage author yeah. i asked him about like what's he, what's he got going on next and he, he said he was talking about how his um he loves books but like the world has changed yeah like people will consume video content more and yeah you can still tell a good story through video so yeah he wants to appreciate. He wants to go down the video route as well. So, yeah. obviously, you got Sharks as Polaroid. Are you looking to go on like full all in on that as well? Then, or like, yeah. have you thought of like just like using Inspire platform as your Sharks as Polaroid kind of thing? 
in a way and not so much in a way. I feel like um with inspired would be more so like things that I feel like are professional in a way. Um But why? Cause it feels like it's not just me, you know? Yeah. Like for example, on my own kind of like shocks Polaroid thing, I don't mind having like some silliness going on or like yeah. some thing. <laughs> but it it would it would feel like off brand for Inspire. But on top of that, because we are a group, it would also be you guys, you know? Even though it's it's hard, I guess. One of the difficulties I, I very much realized is especially having five people, it's tough to get anything done really. Um on a very unless everyone wants to actually do it and everyone said this is it, this is what we're doing. It's quite hard to like get everyone on board to like actually Yeah, of course you'll be on the same page. Yeah, get things done. And you've got like different perspectives and, mm-hmm. and then so many like different kind of other things and so it's kind of like whereas with Sharks Polaroid is like it's more of a singular kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um which can go hand to hand but not so much as well. Um mm-hmm. I've kind of like weirdly mentally divided Inspire and uh and and, and Sharks is one because I feel like like I said, it'd be more uh, inspired. Would be probably more of like an entity than like uh, for yourself. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. How how do you see inspire? Me, like, I feel like some of the other guys maybe they don't have as much desire as they maybe had before to. to, mm. to I wouldn't say participate. I'm sure I'm sure they'll still be happy to participate, but yeah. like to really want to like go full time and grow it kind of thing, like. Like the vision that we had, we did start. Uh, we are the founders, essentially. So I feel like it's always going to be us that has that vision, mm. and it's very difficult to onboard people to to share that vision f- like all the time. Yeah. Even me, I'm I'm the founder, and I I lost the vision for a bit. I'd say. Yeah. Until you really start pushing, it takes a lot. I'd say it takes a lot. So like right now, I st- still see it as having a lot of potential, and I, I think if both of us, even if it's just us two. Mm. Both of us continue to, to to just keep on doing what we're doing right now and grow our personal brands. It could go really far. Yeah. Um, I think it has a lot of potential, and I, I think there's a niche that's just been unexplored. It's so weird for me because, yeah. like, you said there's the Penguin House thing, but and you, like your your friend Ramsey said it as well. Like, no one is doing this yeah, yeah, yeah. like us mm. in this style and like doing it in a relaxed way and in a, in a I would say a relatable way for, yeah. for younger people. Um, and I think. We're bringing in people from different backgrounds and yeah. like from Rufaro to like Midge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like such a variety, random Canadian ice yeah. hockey guy. Played ice hockey in the UK. Ice hockey in the UK, yeah. I was thinking, what? Yeah. And I heard that. And then I'm bringing on my cousin. Yeah. He's, he's not really a creative as he claims himself, but he's a very good speaker. Mm. Um, and he's bringing in a very interesting topic that, that I want to talk about. So there's like a lot of just random intersectionality, intersectionality yeah. that we've like we've kind of um, got towards yeah. and yeah I feel like we just gotta keep it up man keep yeah. moving keep growing see you at work see you at work there you so yeah I think I think also with like paper trails and inspire I feel like we've had a few people say like what is mm. <laughs> what's the difference oh, like, yeah. why why don't you just rebrand as paper trails full time yeah I'm still I'm, I'm thinking about that idea as well, but um, no, that's a, it's a, it's a, it is a good point. But why why do people think that? Uh, well, it's because the the old one was quite popular. Mm. It was doing well, so and also inspire reads is quite similar to inspire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's very easy to relate to. Yeah, 
So someone recently, like on Fred Advantage, said, "Why don't you just go back to the old brand? Why do you mm. why even bother rebranding?" Yeah. And I don't even remember why I wanted to rebrand. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it was the COVID time. Yeah. Like we hit COVID, and then I was like, I think "Fresh start. We just need to get on it. Mm. Like just get get going." And I feel like we're just at ground zero again, where we. Yeah, like I feel like once we do it for like you said six months, people will just know this is paper trails. Yeah. But it's just gonna take time. It's gonna take time. Now, uh, like on top of that, it symbolism. also helps to differentiate when we start doing other stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, documentaries or something like that. Then yeah, the paper trails podcast will be forever its own kind of thing, and then documentaries will be a different other kind of thing, and then if we're doing blogs or whatever, like. It all kind of will eventually sit in its own like little, little spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just about getting it done now, you know. Cool. And and never in my life have I ever had this sort of level of fight, you know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I feel like this is the first I've known you <laughs> just on, on the twenty years. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I met you in two thousand four. That's a long time. I can't. Two thousand four. I met you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's and this is the first time in 20 years that I've genuinely <laughs> felt like I've noticed a change, like yeah. a, like a genuine change in you. Yeah. And that's why I've been, I've been saying, keep, 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 keep going. Like, just make yeah, sure, it, like, you remember why you're doing this. Mm. And I'm trying to do the same for myself. I think for everyone yeah. to remember your why is so important. Yeah. And then things will just move along that way. Like just naturally, I think without the why, like you just, you just up and down. Like yeah, that's, yeah, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah. That's where I've been like most of my adult life, I would say. And yeah, man, just get, keep your way and stick yeah. to it. I feel like for some reason it's like it has to work now, you know? Yeah. That's what it is. Like before, it's kind of like, oh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But now the mentality is kind of like, oh, no, it's not see where it goes. Like it has to work now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a great one. It's been lovely having you on. Nice little one on one. Yeah. I feel like this is where they might be now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm saying. It's lovely uh, having me on too, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good to have a little one-to-one one, of course. Have a little perspective one. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed that one as well. Got um, the history of the Inspire Reads. Of course, yeah, of course. Inspired Inspire Paper Reads and then Paper Trails. And um, hope we thank you guys very much for listening, for supporting, for sharing all of our stuff. You know, it is really appreciated. Also, we do see it. If they are liking what they hear, mm. uh, I just want to, like what we used to do a bit more, I think we had a bit more interaction with our view, listeners as well. Mm. I would like pe- people to to have the opportunity to do that. So I feel like opening up our emails. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I think in the next episode we'll announce it. Yeah. But I, I really want us to interact more with our listeners. So we're going to start putting out call-outs, any mm. questions you have, stuff like that, a bit more interaction. And then, yeah, no, we'll, we'll let you know in the next episode. 100%. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Nobody knows what you are. I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize there is nothing bigger than myself. If you don't believe, nobody else is going to believe. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did.